fucking got me again. Yeah. Uh, John, good to see you. I'm drinking Estrella Dam. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that. Estrella Dam is a real holiday beer. It's a real holiday beer. They're sponsoring the festival that I'm at. Therefore, I have to love them. And I'm going to yeah, start I'm wearing pulling bear clothing. This tastes amazing. This is perfect. And I want nothing other than this and sangria for the rest of my life or until I get on a flight. Remember, remember, <laughs> now John won't know because uh, the episode didn't happen. But you remember when I was sitting on a balcony drinking a 40 ounce of Super Bach and selling yes, Kingsbrow or something and going, this is the only beer you need, guys. We don't, <laughs> we don't need nothing else. The sun does weird things to the brain. It gets in and just makes you like crave the local shit beer. I can't believe we'll never get to listen to that. Lost yeah. time. Like beers in rain. <laughs> it's like, it's the lads having a normal conversation and then my voice not coming through, which you might think would improve it, but it is, re- it is replaced by a cawing seagull. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the seagull coming through loud and clear. It was the insane. seagull, yeah, had a great act. Like it Seagull was had unreal Wi-Fi. He had my Wi-Fi. He was stealing it, the little bastard. <laughs> oh, I have a seagull story. It didn't happen to me, but I did see it happen. We'll put it on the show, but you know, the show has basically started. Um, uh, so I don't have a give my head piece segment, apart from possibly to talk to John about the program, give my head piece, because <laughs> <laughs> you can't have missed it. <laughs> um, so... From our Dusty Sellers. Writing an album with DMX. Yes, yes. Writing a DM to your ex. No, no. <laughs> it's the final countdown. Hey. I'm Lannis Very good. Joining us this week as always. He's the weight clanging, shoon banging as the years go by. Those balls are more hanging. Woo! Son of a gun. Gavin Carberry. Hello! And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. <laughs> He's the Spain going, hair flowing, five foot five and finished growing. Woo! Son of a gun. <laughs> Jack Toner. Woo! It's good to see you too, Vanis. It's good to see you, Jack. It's a surprise to see you. We had resigned ourselves to the fact that the plan was uh, and we were moving on without you, but we're delighted to see you. Buddy. And we'll I have as well, I have I had as well. Yeah, that's good. That that is the that is the crackly voice of a hungover man. Or a... <laughs> and if I know Primavera's time schedule, like I think I do, he has literally just woken up and uh, he'll be going out in about six hours. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us this week, special surprise guest, the trip taken, thirst slaking, reviews beers in the morning to stop the shaking. Woo! Son of a gun! It's, it's the beer nut, John Duffy! Hey guys, thanks for inviting me back after I invited myself back. Um, <laughs> just a, a, a quick word out to anyone who doesn't normally listen but is listening because I'm on the show. Just switch off now. The guys don't need your pity <laughs> listens. <laughs> Honestly, it's a, it's a market we could do without. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could only sincere be list, sincere listenership has no place in what we're doing. Here. That could only be like new followers of you, though, John, because all of the other people who would have done that have already done this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been on this roundabout before, and they know. We've we we sat here and watched as like every well, not every, because there's still a few, but every beer person who was like very supportive at the start were like, eh. 
Yeah, I think that's true of every podcast. It's just they don't normally last as long as yours has. No, it's true. Yeah. No way of testing that. <laughs> no, um, and uh, and other podcasts will like reach out to try and find new listeners as well. <laughs> we were discussing last week where it's like, do you even like post it on Twitter anymore? Nah, no, I don't do that. <laughs> I was, I was, um, I was explaining it to someone. Just one of the people I'm staying with here is like, oh, I'm just gonna go jump on and say hi to the podcast guys, and they're like, you do a podcast? He's like. Yeah, we've been friends for like years, and you know all of the people involved. And it's like, how, why do you not bring him up? Oh, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not for it's not for anyone but us. <laughs> I was proud of it at the start, but it was like when like when you're in the big growth phase, and it's like you know you you, you check the numbers every couple of weeks, and it's like an extra couple of thousand listeners. You're like, yeah. Yeah, you're, going, on the, you're on the charts we're going straight yeah. to the top and then when you realize that actually you're still gonna to have to get up and go to work in the morning it's like ah, oh, i don't want anybody to hear this yeah <laughs> i do i do regret quitting my job once we got to double digit listeners yeah yeah we all we all made that mistake jack and like some of our some of our employers took us back and others didn't others had to go work for rt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to you got to work for rt i got to i got to uh, we have an agenda this week. I promise a seagull story. We might get to it. Uh, we will be talking to the nut. We'll be asking him questions um, and they will be very well educated questions. And they certainly won't be questions that he's already answered on the show before and we forgot the answer to. That won't happen. <laughs> They're my favorites. Yeah, I bet I bet they are. That's what keeps that's what keeps everybody close. Why it's, not rep- it's not repetition, it's drilling. It's rec. <laughs> it's 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 you know, it's 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 trying to really sink it in extra hard. Yeah, I'd say you like to do that, probably, I'd say. I'd say that's your favourite thing to do. Uh, But before we do any of that, we've each got a beer of some description. Uh, Yes. uh, What are they in no particular order, apart from who I like the most? Uh, My beer is an an Erdinger non-alcoholic because um, I I, I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day and I saw a rash that I had and I said, Jesus, I haven't seen a flare up like that since I used to drink like a lunatic. I'd wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> better take a few days here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and alcoholic. We've had it on the Very show nice. before. We've had it on the show nice. before, but it was so. Uh, anyone else? I'm not. I'm not going down the list of preference there. So you can sit if you want to talk. Yeah, uh, I'll jump in, John. Maybe you can go last because you probably have the most interesting one. But I have an interesting one. I have hopefully Copacabana. A coconut New England IPA, um, pink label. It's got coconut in it as well as Simcoe Sabra. Um, it is, yeah, I like Hopfully. I find this, their stuff interesting. I really like what they do, and I'm really interested to try this. Ah. Did you say coconut New England IPA? Yeah. I suspect that's not a pink label. I think that's actually see through. I think that's the color, probably the color <laughs> that the beer is. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, um, yeah. Uh, former friends of the show possibly still friends of the show yeah. doing doing absolutely sterling work at the moment since they they moved to the the brewery yeah if that's what happened have they they've moved there they haven't like so i guess i i guess what has happened is that well they were they were sort of the the in the guest room at mm. metal man yeah. and then metal man have moved out so they now have the run of the house i guess nice. I, I i suspect the way these things normally work mm. is that metal man probably still owns the brewery and they're leasing it 
right. But that's usually also a precursor to eventually buying it outright at some point. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because it was like, it was, there were statements from both and in not, none of them was it clear. And uh, there was a, a big discussion on the Snugcast about it, but I just don't have the time or the information. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I believed in the format, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing here. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, he, he's probably he's, he probably doesn't listen anymore either to me although i quite liked i quite liked danny he wasn't one of the he wasn't one of the uh, you know the spas as i affectionately call them all <laughs> all the time he was never one of those and neither are you listener if you're listening to this it's all the other ones we had we never point. integrated into the community better how did we not yeah, we didn't well we crazy, I keep, crazy. I, every time i go out i get drunk and call them all spas i don't understand what like that's that's why yeah I feel it just takes one more beer festival for us to crack that nut. Uh, you know? Yeah. Well, lace them up, Gavin. Big uh, um, so, John, what are you drinking? Hey, um, yeah, I thought I would mark the transition of the podcast from beer to management speak. So I have a can <laughs> of blue sky thinking. Excellent. Yes. Dot. Excellent. Uh, which is a barrel aged pilsner which doesn't work and should never be done. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've never heard of that before. Sounds interesting. There's a reason yeah. people don't do them. There's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of blue sky thinking, it was shit. Yeah, this is, we'll be the only show with real meat. Of yeah. This is... <laughs> you just need a little bit, maybe a little more overcast there, the dot fellows. Uh, you know, just a couple of clouds in the sky. Something to mm. opaque your... Um, rampant ambition and uh, experimentation this jackie i can't remember if it was on the show or not but you are drinking the beer of yeah, primavera I, I yeah i am here in spain i am drinking estrella dam which is from what i can tell the heineken of spain and it is also the title sponsor of the festival i'm here to attend primavera few few little notes for you from the back first of all volume 5.4 percent didn't see that one coming when i was smashing these all weekend um <laughs> And the aroma on the back claims to be involvente especias frescas. Ah, so it's Spanish for farts. It's definitely it Spanish is. for farts, right? Spanish yeah, well, farts, I've tasted yeah. it and can, and, can, and can confirm. The sabor is Nostra Serales Malta. Damn, that is um, Malta. <laughs> and I got to tell you guys, it really lives up to the Malta. That's something you, you learn when you get out of Ireland for a little while. Is that like actually five point four percent is not like considered oh, like the, the four point two percent job. That's a little fucking. It's uh, weird. Syntax. There must be there must be a document somewhere where somebody decided Irish lager is four point two four point three percent, and that's yeah. It. We have mm. a, we have special versions of Heineken and Carlsberg that don't exist anywhere else in the world, and yeah, of that. The weird one was Bex Beer. Beck's yeah. Fear was created for the UK where beers are weaker mm. and it's 4%. And here, when they launched it, it had to be 4.3 because Irish people wouldn't, won't go for a 5.4%, but won't go for a 4.0 either. Yeah, like, What's going on there? You're getting me out of my point too. It's a real and princess like, in the pea people, for points. Like, yeah, it's such a bizarre thing because like how many people, other than kind of, you know, beer people, are looking at the alcohol percentage on a day-to-day basis you know well, I guess like the, the difference between four and four point two <laughs> to your average yeah. punter is probably yeah um that's weird yeah i mean from from the high side you can imagine that pubs don't want strong beers on yes mm. but you know people are people actually going to reject beers that are that are too weak i mm. 
I, I don't I, I know. Think, I think I, I think there's the nothing I more. I bet there was a time I would have. Mm. I, I, yeah. I think there's I think I think everyone loves talk I think part of the fun of drinking is talking about drinking and people are like like remember when a new Guinness comes out and everyone's like everyone on in the whole country has a fucking opinion on it and everyone kind of knows a lot more all of a sudden I think Podcast like, is doing Island's Edge this week I did notice they've actually they've, they, they, what they do what they do is a lot of what we should do which is just tell people that their episode is out you know, I haven't heard it but I'm very aware because they have good pub or which I mean, they tweeted uh, <laughs> that they're that they're out with it, and I tell you, they spoiled it a little bit because they did give away that they don't like it. Which I mean, well, I mean, if you had tasted Ireland's Edge yourself, you would have. I, I like, but but going back to Jack's point, people will tune in just to hear Ireland's Edge getting a kicking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I went yeah. to the pub a whole time just to give Ireland's Edge a kicking before I never so, drank yeah. it. Just like, yeah, yeah, we were there. Yeah, it was just like, oh yeah, I definitely want some of this shit one. All right, so I can talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it's it's funny you should um with with regard to like the Irish strength beer and I I'm reminded yeah pubs out want strong beer and then even in Weatherspoons because they won't pay wherever you have to pay or they're frozen out or whatever so they're importing everything so they they're like Carlsberg type used to have a sign on it say warning much stronger than a regular Carlsberg <laughs> five it's like five percent like I guess if it's Weatherspoons and you're drinking fifteen of them that point eight adds up but. Oh no, and I do. I do like if my father will see something over about five, and he'd be like, "Oh, that's a bit. That's a bit caliente. That's a bit caliente there now, man." As I don't yeah. know about that. So it has yet to like to ask my question. There are people just kind of, you know, normal everyday people who are like a bit about strong beers. Yeah. The strong one I get, but I think I think the point of like, why did they have to bump up the Bex beer to like yeah, four point two percent? Who do, who cares about that? But I guess. I guess some people do. Um, anyway, just yeah, we we spoke like not to like chomp on the other podcast flavor. We spoke about Island's Edge a few weeks ago, and we said, contrary to an ongoing theory of yours, John, that there's no such thing as a bad macro. They all achieve what they set out to. We said that Island's Edge is the exception that proves the rule. Would you agree with that? No, I don't think it's a bad beer. I think what I would challenge you to do there is a blind taste. (laughs) Um, Oh, a blind taste test. Yeah, because that's the only because it it has got singled out for abuse that I don't think it deserves. See, I have to say, I thought that was going to be the case. My my going in (laughs) hypothesis was that like there's no way this is bad. You know, because people were people were shitting on it before they could even have tasted it. Like yeah. the ad had just come out and people were like, bleh, 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 which is weird. Uh, I was surprised how much I disliked it. I thought it was going to be just fine. And I don't think it was. Now, I'm, I love blind tests. Uh, I will do one. Uh, uh, now you can go to the pub and do one. Although I, I just feel like the lazy Susan has to come back. Out, John. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we need the lazy There's Susan back. Yeah. And I got, and I got to say, John, I, I feel like the, 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 the can of it is actually fine, but it on draft is okay. genuinely. I I didn't finish it, and very and not ever, and mo- a lot of people on the table didn't, and we were fucking balubas. <laughs> <laughs> well, like how many people at that table would like think the things that we think or would think all and frankly or would think all the things we used to think about a pint of stout, you know. 
that frankly John had to disabuse us of. <laughs> Yeah. And then as soon yeah. as you know to try people at the table, I don't think I don't think there will be huge buying into the Guinness mythology of I was of probably that. the biggest mark at the table. Yeah, I would say like like definitely to a certain extent. And it's all like it's all subconscious now. Like I bought into it subconsciously, but like my, my conscious brain is like, well, it's all bullshit, but I still love it so much because of all of the, you know. Um but yeah, I don't think there'd be huge marks first but still you know what's what's wrong with island's edge i find it very sweet sweet great that was yeah. my my, my t- it, t- it tastes like a non-alcoholic beer but my feeling not a good one it's like I, I, sweetness is not without its place in a in a stout reporter i don't know why it bothered me so in that i think i i don't know whether it was just i don't know what it was mm. I'd be. So I'm willing to be. I'm willing to take a blind taste test and be embarrassed when I can. So I'd be. I'd be interested to see a side by side with Murphy's then, because the same brewery, famously sweet start. Yeah, I, but I also. But I also don't love Murphy's. I like it. Don't love it. But maybe that's I, just conditioning again. I, I, John is also biased with regards to the to like how other people will do in these blind taste tests because I saw that table, John, when the Bure or the crack beer community or whatever you were out with um, all, all did their taste tests. And I was like waiting down to see like, well, John will have got all these right. Uh, and he, and, but he, in fairness, he only got all of them wrong. You know. Or they tried again. It was like it was Murphy's, Beamish, Guinness, and and O'Hara's. O'Hara's. Um, now I would have thought I would be able to pick out Beamish, and although I think you did kind of figure out it was like people could pick out, like it was either Guinness or I like, there was two they could pick out. Yeah, so Guinness, Guinness exactly. and Beamish are the dry ones, and Murphy's and yeah. O'Hara's are the sweet ones. Yeah, that was that was pretty obvious. I have since been able to identify Beamish from Guinness blind. But you know, the test is the test. The test is the test. I remember, yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember doing a similar test when uh, Rockshore and Archway came out, <laughs> and, and and been given a lot of shit all day. It was like I was like, oh, I do think one is slightly better than the other. Slightly, was now slightly. No, I was. Sorry, I, had, I, I, had, I had. I had. I mean, the beer of going west with your friends and the beer of drink driving. I mean, yeah, it's I, pretty difficult no. what the right choice is there. Yeah. It's Archway. Yeah. All right. It's Arch. The beer of drink. The beer of drink driving to the west with your friends. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what it's the beer of, uh, and that's why I actually have a a rock Archway shandy when I'm driving to the west. Oh man, the, you, you get breathalyzed for that. If the ratio of rock, rock shore to Archway is off, you're going to get pulled in for that. That's that's the, that's yeah. the problem. As well as well, you should for. For for other crimes beyond drunk driving, yeah, it's true. But I do remember, I do remember, like someone handing me a glass. It was a bar, of, a bar owned by a, a, a family of a friend, and I, they handed me one of each, and I was like, I think I know which one this is, but I'm really happy that I've got a fifty fifty shot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you do you do have to get it beyond uh, beyond um, what you would be expected to get right by chance uh, is mm. the problem. Yeah. I went looking for Archway yesterday, and supermarket just doesn't sell it anymore. It's gone, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think, so I think you had said that before. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've heard I may have said this on this before, and it may be actionable, but as far as I know, Molson Coors Ireland, which set up in two thousand and nine, has never made a profit. Wow. <laughs> and do they distribute? Do they distribute in addition they, to they, other they, things? Coors. 
Uh, no, I think they do. Coors Light, or Coors as it's called here, was a Heineken beer for a very long time. It may have okay. switched to them. I think it that, That's why they had uh, Moats and Canadian. The reason that they introduced Moats Canadian to Ireland as the only other country they sell it in was because they didn't have Coors in the stable to to occupy ah, that segment. Ah, and right. apparently the Moats and Canadian that we get and the Coors Light that Heineken distribute all come from the exact same tank in the exact same <laughs> Yeah. So like, which, which, which three beers does again, John? Uh, both the Canadian and Coors. But they're, they are coming, they are, according to a press release I read um, or remember reading, they are trying to launch like Coors, the Coors Coors. Course banquet, course heavy. Oh, okay, right. Um, but like again, I like again with the Irish, I can't imagine that they're really going to just release the same beer that they sell as Course Banquet in America, though. I think it's just going to be like a revage of some other thing. It's more like, than likely. Yeah. Well, their their big thing now is the the Madri Especial. They're loving a bit of Madri yeah. Especial. Loads of us. I haven't drank any of it. I can't imagine this. No. And, you know, sure but it's taking up valuable tap space in some pubs <laughs> I go to. Yeah, that could be taken up by Arch. It's not like if it wasn't Madri <laughs> that it would be something good, you know? Speaking of something good, we have questions for, for the nut. Uh, we may or may not get to my seagull story. You know what? It's very quick. I'll tell you it. We were standing there in the yard in school and Danny Erskine was eating a ham sandwich and a seagull swooped down and picked it out of his hand and flew up quite high and then dropped it and it flew and hit not the seagull the sandwich now flew and hit and splat it on the window of a class that had people in it with a teacher in it. i think miss dowsett or someone was teaching and it like slid down in a like comical mayonnaise way and danny's standing there he'd just been eating the sandwich and the, t- the, t- the teacher at the class like, what'd you fucking throw a sandwich at the window for? I swear to God, a seagull. He got in more, tr- <laughs> he got in more trouble for lying and stuck into his lie. Oh my God. To have been there, man. Well, like, that's honestly like... It's, it's one of those, like, it's his story and he tells it all the time and gets great mileage out of it. But I feel, you know, I'm going to take it off him. Sorry, Danny. You, yeah. have, you, you have everything else going for you. <laughs> Yes. Oh, like there were four. I'm like, obviously, we weren't gonna back him up because it's way funnier to watch him get in trouble. <laughs> but it's the it's the why would you throw a sandwich at the window and then because yeah. of course why wouldn't you? You're at school. You're at school. By far the most likely explanation. Like, oh, now I'm hungry and in trouble. <laughs> the 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 utter the utter disdain for what you for for like lunches, frankly, that you kill for now. You know, like they were made for you. For, I mean, you know, um, you oh, know, and ham sambo. You know, fucking mayonnaise and everything on it. I wouldn't personally oh, pair the two, but that's that's you know, uh, Danny's mother. Just, yeah. just, just, just having yeah, ham in the house. Just having ham in the house, like God. Yeah, that was yeah. elegance. You have a sad bachelor fridge, Jack. Ham in the house is pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> My problem Jack's is that it's like. Wait, no, ham in the house was that Disney Channel. Uh, <laughs> it was the piglet spin-off it was the piglet spin-off from winnie the pooh it was called ham in the house it was more <laughs> it was more more successful than joey but just just about <laughs> that's the seagull story 
that's a serious story. Predate mayonnaise in Ireland, so that's where it doesn't ring through for me. Wow, well, a different generation. Oh, were you? Wait, were you? Wait, so, what are you getting? Salad cream? cream? Butter. Butter. I mean, like, I mean, poor John. Yeah, poor John. Butter. Butter's not. I would. I. I would consider butter not like a poor, not a poor John thing. I thought. I, okay, I actually, thought that, probably I margarine. Actually, yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah, that is actually. I thought poor. you I were going to say the, the fucking. I thought you were going to say salad cream, and I was going to say poor. John. Oh, we did have salad cream. Yeah. That stuff is oh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> oh, but over salad over a certain age. Much. Sorry, I don't know what it is, and I don't know why it tastes the way it does, <laughs> but it's delicious. Salad cream. What is it? Salad cream. Oh God, is that a north side oh. thing or something? Yeah, I think that so. stopped being okay, an acceptable food stuff here in the 70s. That you know, here's, south side. Right. Here here's the childhood sandwich. Well, it's kind of like like 10, 11, 12, 13. Tuna, salad yeah. cream, beetroot sandwich. Oh, yeah. That, that's how yeah. You, like, a lot of flavor your... going on there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a lot. No. Anyone, no a wonder. Lot. Yeah, yeah. How does it taste? No it bloody tastes wonder. like a lot. <laughs> what flavor sure. wins? Like what are you mostly tasting there? Oh, that's gonna ju- uh, that, that's gonna be that's gonna be tuna for the the entire room. That's go in the corner <laughs> and eat that. <laughs> and like, God forbid, God for, like this was not a sandwich you bring into school because like if you forget about that sandwich down the back of your school bag or like at the bottom of your school bag and it comes to the end of the year, good night, Irene, burn the school down. Like it is gonna be <laughs> shaking. Do you forget yeah, about that, that weird like powder? Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? If you don't mind that sandwich, someone's gonna steal it from you and eat it themselves. Yum yum, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> like I find that a bit much now, but the idea of being school aged and eating that one, I'd be like, can you, can these good Johns get a bit plainer? Maybe can I? Is there some way? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, dr- uh, I, I would go, go to McDonald's with like hamburger, please, plain. Just nothing. Just like bun, meat, bun. And I'd be like, that's good eating. A uh, little bit of salt? Yeah, that was. Whoa. <laughs> that was that's, that's, basically, that's basically what you still eat. Yeah, but a little bit of salt. I have strong, I have strong memories of you getting the like packet of beef. Yeah. And, it's been, oh, like, the beef and then just cracking, the cracking some salt on it. Yeah. Cracking crack some salt on your beef. Yeah, well, that, and I would have a couple of cans of rebound to stop the shaking before it was time to record the podcast. I know what I was, Jack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the listeners do too. But uh, all cans of rebound again was it about boing. boing session IPA because rebound no, is yeah. boing. Yeah. I, was, I thought I was, I was I'm really proud of that. Uh, you used to be able to get like six of them for a tenner in Tesco's and then two quid for the packet of roast beef. That's fucking dins, baby. That stands, baby. That's a Monday. That's a Monday dinner. Uh, questions for John. Yeah, questions for John. Uh, questions for the beer nut. The nut of beers. I was eating a packet of dry roast peanuts the other day They're from either KP or Manhattan. I think KP. And they claimed to be the nut nuts nut. And so fans of the nut should eat those, I suppose, is what they were trying to say. <laughs> we have questions uh, for John. Uh, John. We are almost exactly halfway through the year of our Lord 2022. Uh, and so it is, tr- as is tradition on this program, it is time to ask. In fact, we can ask this of all of us, but we will put more weight on the opinion of, um, of, 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 uh, of, of John, the expert. Um, and when he gets here, we'll ask him. Uh, so for now, we'll just have to ask. 
have to ask Gary John for your beer of 2022 so far not that you ask and as a play mm. on John's very popular uh, Twitter week, weekly tweet beer of the weekend beer was. of the weekend not that you asked was and then he says it and um, I, I I read it all the time it's my favourite yeah because it takes two and a half seconds to do that <laughs> John a lot of things a lot of things that I really like doing <laughs> take two and a half seconds for me to do <laughs> Uh, but it, it, but do ask the question. I'll, I'll just oh, um, yeah. So you mentioned this before the show, so I went and had a look. Um, <clears throat> Galway Bay, their pubs seem to have a channel to a particular Italian brewery called Ca del Brado, and they do very sour, funky, barrel aged, fruity beers. Um, and in Black Sheep, which is my work local. Yeah. that'll change every three or four weeks and there'll be a new one on and i have been absolutely loving working through those so they had a, a sour cherry one called cuvee de zrisa yeah. you'll find it on my blog zrisa um really good but everything they make is just absolutely beer as i like it uh Sour S- complex. Sour tiny. complex. How do you spell that brewery, John? I'm actually taking notes because I always want to try the things you do and then it's never, you know, plan to. Ca C L C A Del Brado B R A D O. Unreal. I think they're somewhere in Piedmont. But I'd, I'd find them on the yeah, they're in Emilia Romagna. Um, I'd found them on the continent at various places at festivals and guest taps and so on. So just having them here is quite a coup for whoever whoever bought those kegs and shipped them over but and nobody else in the black sheep drinks them or cares about them so so you are you're <laughs> you're caring caring deeply about them <laughs> until <laughs> until now yeah yeah we have fun, fun memories of the black sheep the black sheep was we we used, we've gigged in the basement a couple of times but also the, it is the it is the famous ground zero of danberg and holly Purchasing an entire bottle of uh, tactical nuclear penguin, taking a sip out of it, and fucking it on the ground because it's disgusting. So. <laughs> no, I think that was a seagull. Ah, uh, probably yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> we, we turned away for just a second. It out. Even the seagull wouldn't take him out. God bless him. Um, so that's that's your that's your beer wanker beer of the year so far. Mm-hmm. What's the normal one that people can buy where they live? I. Well, I have a, a can of Porterhouse Rasslers quadruple X to hand. Um, it's something that I've been doing actually of late, and it's 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 very unlike me is going back to favorites. So Porterhouse Rasslers, Galway Hooker bottled, yes. mm-hmm. um, the Crafty Brewing IPA that Rye River makes for Lidl. Um, yes. Are, yeah. are they going to rebrand that? Because they've fucking rebranded everything else they've made. Like, uh, no, they don't own the brand, so it'd be up to legal. Oh, they, <laughs> of course, yeah, because yeah, you're you're right. They do. They make it for them rather than it's not. Yeah. Yeah, because I found myself with like like looking at looking at the the Rye River range. I was like, oh, new, and I was like, no, that used to be Francis's this, or you know. Yeah. So the one that's confusing me is uh, Backwaters American Wheat. So it's oh, new. Yeah. No, they did have an American wheat before, but it was 5.2%. And the new one is 6.2%. Huh. So I think, unless it's been mislabeled, it's a it's a different beer. But I haven't tried it yet. I have a bottle in the fridge. But no, they're, they're, the, the, yeah, the American wheat one, I think, was the original one that got me onto the fact that crafty brewing is delicious and like, oh, yeah, yeah, at yeah, a price yeah, point. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like the American wheat 
beer up except for the Perlenbacher Schwarzbier uh, was the best value for money beer I thought in, in Ireland for a time yeah and you could real easily see the crafty brewing company on, on a shelf and go fuck that yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I am certain the people who designed that came up with the concept uh, didn't really think it was going to turn out like Rye River made it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pure brewing talent. Every time Tom's interviewed about this, he says that, yeah, we make the supermarket beers far, far better than they have to be. Basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, anyway, we make them as well as our, our, as our the ones with our name on them. As anyone who's who's had to venture into the other discount supermarket and had their like um they're probably not as bad now uh i think because i think station works used to make them i think they used to be crap the likes yeah, of like really brown, brown bear and like uh all, all that mm. shit and they, they were they were what you expect when you yeah when you're going the, they're also way more in favor of the 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 the, the, the fed shake and fakes the like uh Oh yeah, it's like here's our Perbuni and our like Carl's Grugel and Bud Wiener. Yeah. You know? For some reason, whenever I write about these, I get far more hits than on anything else. And I don't know I, why. Maybe it's just because it's from the UK or something. But no, oh, I believe you as well. No, because I would. I mean, I, I I generally get around to reading m- most of what you put out. But if I see something like that, I will I will click on it. But it's also because I'm no, I'm probably not gonna buy that. but i do want to know like you know in case and because i think you made this point as well where it's like they they go out of their way to replicate the look of the can but then the beer inside of it yeah completely different there's no like (laughs) i think both of them have a corona knockoff that only comes in six packs yes i haven't yet had the Mm. courage to spend whatever that is eight euros you don't have the balls and i don't blame you because i haven't either and in fact like because like i suppose the only thing it could be is different than corona which would have to be pretty improvement pretty much improvement but it's that it sits at room temperature in clear glass bottles as as much as 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 much before you could possibly even if you get the first one that was delivered to that little it's been months as is much Corona, though, to be fair. Like, it's just it's just sitting out the, on the shelf in, in, like, Tesco's and stuff. But I also think, I know this is, this is true of a Miller Genuine Draft that they yes, use. You've mentioned this, yeah. You yes. Have, that there's a, there's a, a de-isomerized de- hop extract that they use instead of real hops, which means that it doesn't get skunked. And I suspect the likes of Corona would have access to that technology. Whoever is making it for Lidl more than likely doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're probably you're probably correct, and yeah, well, like, uh, but again, who's nobody's nobody's bringing that uh, nobody's bringing that uh, back. Uh, has anyone else got a beer of the? And, and yeah, you did those three you mentioned. You can get all of those things um, where you live. Mm, yeah, I know. I mean, you you mentioned it. I think last week the Galway Hooker, which has kind of disappeared a bit from the. You should always get it at the airport, and I think that's because their sales guy uh, lived in Port Marnock. <laughs> did you? You did. It was all. It was about. It was yeah. like the one like. Decent beer you could get, and now you can get like your little fawn or any white hag. Oh yeah, well of course the little fawn was the the white hag thing was a game changer. But just hooker just seems more difficult to find. But I really like the bottle version, and I know it's it's pasteurized and it's it's should be less of a beast than the the draft version. But I have to say it's my Sunday night. Everything is done just before bed, winding down. Beer really good. Yeah. 
no it it, it, it is although i'd say that i haven't had it at a bottle in ages it, it is the only quasi decent beer um on offer in the green room which is my work local which is so sad oh no green, that is sad. the green room is like uh <clears throat> It's either completely full from the tree arena or it's just me and Scaldi Gavin there. <laughs> Lads, I have to, uh, I have to, I have to dip. Uh, my review is that Estrella Dam is perfect and everybody should live in Spain forever. Okay, Guy, fair enough. I look forward to hearing the last, rest of it. Much love. Right. Bye. Well, Enjoy. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Enjoy, Prima. Uh, Gavin, um, did you have a, did you have a beer of 2022 so far? You, you tend to be a little bit more adventurous than I am. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I feel, I feel like our, the the lack of us being together and drinking the same beer has had a detrimental effect both to the quality of the podcast and my ability to remember what beers I've had. Yeah. Um, so, I, I yeah, I, and also like I haven't been drinking craft beers or or new beers every single week. Sometimes I've been on uh, just like a, a, a macro that's in the fridge, or sometimes I've been on wine or whatever. But the one that's kind of sticking out to me as exceptional is actually a non-alcoholic beer. Oh yeah, uh, Tull Implosion is the best non-alcoholic beer on the market. It beats Drink in the Sun by McKellar uh, by a good bit, I think. And Drink in the Sun was the best, head and shoulders above the best for years there. But I think Implosion is better. And like, yeah, if I was to be on a non-alcoholic night, it would be that all day long. Um, and yeah, I can't think of any other kind of. This hopefully is quite nice. I don't know that it would be in in my favourites, but yeah, I can't remember any others that are particularly sticking out in twenty twenty two for me. And that beer, Gavin, that you mentioned, the um, the the non alcoholic one. That's why you mentioned a brewery I've never heard of before. There. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I mispronounced yeah. it. I just yeah, uh, tool. Sorry. Oh, tool. Yeah, yeah, sorry, tool. tool. Yeah, 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 yeah. From from Dunmark. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Tool are great. Yeah. Or are they Norwegian? I can't remember where they're from. Uh, but, you know. Fair so, have either of you been experimenting with Guinness non-alcoholic? I can't do it, John, because all I can think of is all of the E. coli. <laughs> 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 all of the E. coli. I know they got rid of it. Probably. They yeah. probably got rid of all Or just of got it down to an acceptable level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they could say zero zero on it, but like, you know, it might be some poo in there. But no, I, I haven't I haven't tried it. I, I it was I was it was too funny to watch all to watch all, all of you dopes <laughs> getting your free deliveries and going, look what we got, and then quietly having to go, oh there's poo in it. I still have one of the poo cans. Oh, good. Uh, they, they offered. They offered to collect it, and I declined. You're dead right. You're dead right. Wait, That'll wait. be worth something one day with real poo. <laughs> real excrement. Uh, guess which animal will give you another few free can of it. Whatever you know, it's, it's uh, it all there, works. The reason I ask is because in the non-alcoholic space, for the non-alcoholic piece, mm. um, dark beers just work better. I could buy that. I could see that. Um, um, so I think I think the the Guinness Zero Zero is pretty good at what it does. Um, Carlsberg, it's Fituris, which is Carlsberg's um, Lithuanian brand. They have a Go, right? You get Go pills here, and I think you get the Go mm. IPA. They do a stout in that range that is absolutely stunning. It is just it just tastes like a stout. It's absolutely right, um, but non-alcoholic. And also. 
now we know how to say spiturus. I've been calling it I've been calling it spiturus <laughs> the entire time. So. You're probably more right than I am. I don't think I've ever heard anyone actually say it. So. Well, it's probably not spiturus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think someone in the marketing department would have like put their finger in the air and be like, mm, guys, maybe not spiturus. <laughs> You always think that until you realize that that person in the marketing department might be Ben Clifford, who'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. Well, there's a German beer called Spatten, and you that get there is. <laughs> that there is. <laughs> there's a German beer called Spittle. Yeah. They, they, do, they are daring you. They're daring you to have a problem. With you. Well, I don't understand, you know. Fine, take us off your list. We're not an ale. Okay, all right, different guys. So hold it against them forever. Um, my beer of the year, since you asked, um, Bud Light, the return of Bud Light. So that's that has recently been moved from the Diageo portfolio to the CNC portfolio. CNC, I believe. Yes, yeah. it so do you know what does it say where it's brewed or? Uh, no, it, well, it may well do. Uh, I could walk down to the fridge, fetch a can of it, and uh, look at it. But I'm trying very much not to drink a can of it, so I'm not going to go do that. Um, and when they say it's moved from the Diageo portfolio to the CNC portfolio, is that like entirely new, like brewing facility, or like is it just like the brand is changing? Yeah. So like, some sometimes these things that you'll you know the the ownership will switch, yeah. but the infrastructure stays the same because it's just too awkward to move it. But yeah. you can make but anywhere, I guess. Uh, I suspect Diageo has things that it can do with those tanks. It must be. So CNC and CNC have a huge lager plant in Tipperary, and they have another huge lager plant in Glasgow. So it'll be easy enough for them. It'll be easy for them to, yeah, yeah. And it's like because it, when we say as well that it moved from Diageo, they had it had been discontinued for like like two years in in our news. Yeah, so they had no interest in in selling it, I guess. Yeah, uh, and so they fucking CNC took it over. Now it's 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 everywhere. It's the biggest selling beer in the world. I didn't realize it, it outsells. Really, like, it's snow. No, I thought snow was. Oh, maybe snow is um maybe i was maybe i was reading an american publication that just misread america for the world i mean that's possible <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it wouldn't be like them with their world series too, no uh, no no <laughs> hey, there's there. there's a canadian team in there that's the world <laughs> the blue jays exist and the expos used to come on uh, but what well, i suppose the point the point that surprised me still stands is that it outsells but heavy mm. uh, uh to the point that in America you would have to say you have to specify that you don't mean a Bud Light, apparently, if you're ordering a Budweiser. Um, but uh, it's come back, uh, and I'm, I've changed my mind completely about uh, minimum unit pricing now because I'm not poor, and it's and and, and it's it's brought in a size change that I like. I like the 440 can. So fuck everyone else. <laughs> it's, no, I haven't actually changed my mind about it, but. Um, it has introduced uh, getting rid of the disgusting last 60 centiliters of a 500 milliliter can of Bud Light. It massively improves the beer. And, and is it worth it for what happened to Dutch Gold? No, it is not. No, no they, 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 they've, been, they've been destroying Dutch Gold for a few years now. And <laughs> um, I mean, you know, first that, 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 that outfit was ruined the minute it went on you uh, is a quote that works for Dutch Gold as much as it does for anything else. But like the Dutch Gold we even reviewed when we had it on wasn't, 
obviously it's not going to be the one I remember from being a teenager because you can't put old taste buds in a young mouth or something less disgusting than what I just said there. But um, but they had like it was wheat like they they had been knocking down the ABV uh, gradually. Now it's three point five and it's a different beer altogether. It was someone I was reading on Twitter a couple of weeks ago was saying that um, if she's she's the same age as me and mm. she said that she had tweeted I think Boots or someone to say that if you brought back the makeup and perfumes that we used to buy in the 90s <laughs> that you have a guaranteed market we will all buy all of that stuff again i'm got to reply that a lot of the thing that was in those isn't legal anymore <laughs> <laughs> also I know you're thinking it's going to make you look like you used to look in the 90s, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. a lot of what was going on there. <laughs> no, I could see that. But you're like, all of like, no deodorant is the same, I think, because they had to take, they had to, like, the mandated to take out a lot of stuff. And most of it wasn't even actually improving the quality of it. It was just, the, it was an accelerant. I like, yeah, put some CFCs in there. Yeah, there's no other, yeah, just because you can't. Um, yeah, so, no, but, uh, the reason I'm putting Bud Light in there is, as much as anything else is that, like, as I have reduced the uh, frequency with which I drink, it has become way less. In some ways, it's become way more important what I drink. Like, if I'm only having a few, it's like I want to have nice ones. But if you've like, if you've had like two, three weeks and you haven't had a drink, it's like, fuck, man, just just give me a beer. I do not care. I mm. <laughs> just feel like, like beer out of the fridge, busy, cold, whatever. And I I, might, I may drink ten of them, and they might as well be three point five percent, four forty cans. Uh, blue bullets the original blue bombers bud light uh, but no don't 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 buy them or drink them though but I, I do all the time but don't you do it anyone who's listening it's not good but it's good it's good me. stay at school kids throw sandwiches at the windows <laughs> <laughs> uh trends in beer going forward or um uh, what, what's going on or what, what's what going on yeah happening? well I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the the way things are at the moment. Um, we've yeah. had a couple of new breweries open. There's one up in a hotel in Donegal. Uh, there's one in RD. Um, the big thing is that the tourists are back. When I went to Teeling's today to buy the the dot one, which is the mm. only place you can buy it, I mm. caught the tail end of a coach party of French people who were ringing up. 150 170 yeah. quids worth of whiskey at the till yeah. uh, and when i came out they were all reboarding their bus and there were two further buses pulling up the ceilings yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's possibly an extreme case but it does mean that tourists are back and that has a huge knock-on effect for breweries in places like clifton and dingle and and all where, where Irish people don't go. The yeah, place yeah. where someone will sit down and say, Well, what's the local beer? And you know, that that's keeping the lights on in whatever the local brewery is. Does it also, as as these things always do, have a corollary of also being a boon for whoever provides bars with those beers that they just like put a new sticker on and say, Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> that never goes away. Um, I don't know if that's as big a problem um as it used to be certainly out, out, out west like if you go to kildare you know you're going to get a rye river yeah, <laughs> rebadge because yeah, yeah. they have the people on the road to do that i don't yeah. think that happens so much um if you go out to the the country and the macros did it for a while there used to be diageo had a the galway gold which i think was smithix blonde or something rebadged <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, maybe it'll come back. I don't know, but um, I, but they've I, got I, somebody's I, got to buy that Smithix plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got the likes of a uh, Wicklow Wolf seem to be in a very good position. They're they've opened the tap room and they have that running, and they have tourists in there. Have good investment, and in Rye River is looking to expand and get more investment. So on the bigger end of things, um, things seem to be looking up. Um, so yeah, I, I'm vaguely positive that you know the, the the massive catastrophe that could easily have happened mm. um, after the pandemic, and that I think is actually happening in the UK. There's a few high-profile breweries that you never would have expected to go under have disappeared in the UK, and um first half of this year and uh, maybe it's just we're just an, an awful lot smaller that we don't see it but well maybe i would i mean they they were they're a lot further along in general along whatever yeah well they would probably have different risks and different yeah. investment models and that sort of thing whereas you know Plus, none, of, none, none of them have employed dave guilfoyle at any point no you know? no, I mean, no, how no, do you, no yeah how do you expect to run a successful brewery without hiring him for six months you know what i mean <laughs> He'll fix, he'll fix it for you and then you'll get sick of him. Or he'll get sick of you. It's a race. It's a race. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Uh, yeah, I think he still listens. He pretty much does. I'm sure. I think. I hope. Uh, or hope not in that case, maybe. Uh, are any of those newer breweries you mentioned, uh, we're, there's nothing on the shelf from them yet. They're just they're just starting up for... I think locally. And they kind of could exist depending on what size their operation is just being that's that's what they do they're, mm-hmm. they're like they're up there and you won't basically see them i mean you don't did dingle go away actually funny that you mentioned uh, not dingle um did something happen with killarney are they gone or are they moved? no again they're 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 moving um they're i think they're going all in on the distilling in a big way so they're about uh, to open a huge new whiskey distillery but i think the brewery is attached to that so i think that will continue oh because yeah but, but they used to be across the road from a hotel my cousin works in He's yeah i don't know if they're if the, if the one actually in killarney town itself is going to to stay I, I would imagine they've moved the equipment out but well that may be where i was getting my information from then was that they were in fact uh, gone as opposed to just actually yeah. no i think they've just yeah gone around the corner yeah. well that's 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 fair <laughs> enough and that's that, that's good um yeah i don't know uh, any more questions for the nut there cabinator yeah a ton more questions. How are you, John? <laughs> I'm okay. We always we always ask, you know, how's the beer? We never ask, how's the nuts? <laughs> I am fine. I am busy. I am enjoying festivals being back. So I was at a festival last week, and I'll be at a festival next week. Um, if you're listening Where... in the in the vicinity of Mullingar, the Mullingar Wild Beer Festival, a uh, first of its kind, first of its name. Uh, will happen at Smitty's Bar in Mullingar from 2 p.m. on Saturday. Um, it's going to be awesome. Will, I, will the Simonator be there? I, think I believe Galway Bay are, so yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. that's, that's what everyone's wondering. Yeah, get some blending going on. <laughs> were you at the? Were you at? Speaking of the Simonator, were you at the Midlands? Um, you were at the Midlands one. No, I've never. I've never managed to work the logistics for that. <laughs> It is tough. It is tough to logistically want to go to the Midlands. <laughs> I find it hard. I've never got that. I managed to go to the one that Eight Degrees ran in uh, in North Cork, down and back in the same day. And I, 
it doesn't seem to be possible to do that for a moat, which is half the distance. Oh, there's like, <laughs> there, there is, you look, you look at a map of Ireland and without any other information, places you think you could handily get to. It's like, oh, there'd be a train to there. Or then you, then you like, you, oh, how do I get to near Ross without a car? Well, <laughs> you, you put it into Google Maps and it's just like, that's like five buses and, one, and it goes through Waterford. I don't know, you know, but um, that's fair enough. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you're less enthusiastic about talking about how you're getting on than you are about how Bree is getting on. And I understand that. I understand yeah. that. And, and people care far less as well, which is, I mean, we yeah. don't. We like you. <laughs> but <laughs> we care about how you're getting on. But no, and, and the listener probably does too. And, oh, and uh, I, sh- I should say congratulations to James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, on the bomb bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bumbag is fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep up with the titles. Is that what the title is? <laughs> That's yeah. The bumbag Chichester. Oh, we've been, we've been set. We've been set. Jack has sent him a foam dome as well. Hopefully, he'll have got, he'll have got that by the time this episode comes out. Although I say Jack has, I say Jack has sent him one. Jack told me he sent him one. Yeah, so. yeah. We'll see. We we'll will see. see. Um, and we're gonna. I, I, I was thinking like he's gonna have to stand up to us and make us stop. But the more I think about it. He's not going to be involved in telling us to stop. His wife is going to be like, I have a new baby and I keep having to answer the door to get this <laughs> shit. Uh, so I started to feel a little bit bad when I thought about that. But then feeling bad for losers. And we're winners. Yeah. We're winners. That's exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're winners. Uh, there's no time to ask John about giving my head piece, unfortunately. He'd probably have a lot to say about it. Um, oh, I had a whole piece prepared. I would normally have an excuse to play this thing. The thing but, that I will say to people, I don't know, you mentioned last week that the entirety of Give My Head Piece is available on YouTube. I did yeah. not know that. Yes. The <laughs> one thing I would suggest people go look for is number twos. Are you uh, familiar with number twos? No. No. So it was it was written by the Hole in the Wall gang, and I don't think they're in it. Oh! But it is it is a fantastic combination of an absolutely necessary comedy that satirizes something that absolutely ought to exist and be satirized fully. Does it really well with absolute dog shit production values. <laughs> Nobody working on it appears to have worked in television before. The edit it just it makes you aware of things that other television other sitcoms just yeah. do yeah yeah so the, the, the edits between shots were just dreadful <laughs> just oh, really yeah. jarring um but yeah no it's uh, it was uh, it was short-lived but the point that it makes is superb excellent excellent number two oh, what what is the satirizing you know uh, it's the the, the 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 situation or the, the situation the um, conceit is that Northern Ireland is full of very normal people living normal lives in a normal way. And for some reason, they elect absolute lunatics <laughs> as their public representatives. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, and it's I just think that. Uh, that's that. You're right. That's it. That, that, that's, that's a very bad. And it's, 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 in, so it's going to be interesting to watch it with the shitty production values but for the sake of it getting any traction it's a shame that it was that way you do find stuff like that where it's like you actually appreciate that like stuff stuff is stuff is hard that you don't think is hard like i remember listening to the the south park guys talking about when they were making team america and they were just sudden they were like i completely respect michael day now that's what they were saying. It's like, it's like, yeah. you, you, you know, you just assume you put in car chase car chase happens like no they're really fucking hard to shoot <laughs> yeah yeah 
Although I watched Taken 3 last night and that didn't look like it was hard to shoot because I was, in, <laughs> all, all the, I was a bad car chase with a lot of CGI in it. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe they actually are now easy to shoot. So that's fair enough. Um, given that we have nothing else to talk about, we might as well review the beers. Uh, well, you two might as well. I've reviewed Erdinger non-alcoholic on this program at least twice, so I'm not going to do it again. Uh, but uh, Gavin, what do you think? Uh, what you John, think? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I can go first. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this. I was like, Coconut New England IPA. Coconut is such a strong, distinctive flavor that could just totally overpower. And like, it's named Copacabana. You imagine this is going to taste like some sort of like Frankenstein pina colada. Um, but the coconut is surprisingly subtle and works well, I think. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised by how nice it is. Now, it's not amazing, but like they've managed to create a beer that's not that's not horrible out of this concept is actually quite remarkable. Um, I think it's worth giving a go. And like, yeah, I think I think that it's something that like maybe it's probably like it's probably a 7.5 in terms. It, it's probably less in terms of the actual beer, but I think technically I'm quite impressed. <laughs> by, by like it not being ranked that I'm giving it a 7.5 yeah and it's nothing to do with uh, generally feeling a fondness towards the people who made it we, yeah. don't, <laughs> we don't do that yeah. um, I've yet to come across a beer company who I hate so much that I'll give them a spite review but, <laughs> but given that we will be nice to people we like I'm, it, it, the corollary must exist <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah I thought Copacabana is something that shouldn't work but does um, yeah, and I think it's that it's that sort of softness that you get with the New England hazy sort of end of things, mm. and then that sort of desserty coconut thing um, is very mm. complimentary with it. Yeah, no, I was very impressed by that, and did not think that it would be a beer yeah. that shouldn't work but does. Yeah. Should be for hopefully what a white knuckle ride through ignorance is for us. It should be <laughs> their, their tagline. Yeah, like, the beetroot saison was really yeah. Bring it back, please. Yeah. Bring it back. I have a can of it still here from a big bag of free cans that I got once that John minded for me for a while. <laughs> and I still have a can of the beetroot saison. It's got to have improved. It's got to have Oh, improved. definitely. 100%. Uh, John, what did you think of the uh, beer f- to do with the application form that you filled out? Uh, the Dot, yeah, Barrel Age Pilsner. Um, the Dot Teeling series are generally very good. They have the free run of the barrel stores, so they do very interesting stuff. But... Um, darker beers, pale ales, you're great for barrel aging. You can introduce all sorts of new stuff. I think I'm just a Pilsner purist that, Mm. you know, Pilsner should be Pilsner. It should be clean. It should be crisp. They claim on the label that this is super crisp and it is not. It is absolutely loaded with oak and (laughs) and on uncrisp things like that. So yeah, definitely blue sky thinking worthy experiment, but um, not for repetition, I think. It's kind of taken away from what you want a Pilsner to be, really, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. 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 Um, numerically, let's go... It's not unpleasant, so let's go six. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So, which gives... The scores are hard scores, because we're not averaging. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The points don't matter. There's a... yeah. Well, I'll just add it to that list that I email out to everybody whenever they ask, and then I'll, I'll put it into the next week's promotional tweet. And, uh... and cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.